0: You're listening to Rema for Today.
1: And they'd had her down to the John C. The hospital in Galveston. And the doctors there said, this is the worst case we've ever seen. Her knees, each one of them, was, she can't walk. Her, her daddy carried her. She's nine years old. But her knees was bigger than her head. Swollen up bigger than her head. The doctor said her heart was in such a condition she couldn't live much longer. I'd ministered to her out front and didn't get her healed. Oh, if a congregation only knows they've got something to do with whether people get healed or not. It's not all up to the preacher. But back here I ministered to her and she was healed. Now not instantly, you didn't see any change in it, but in three days' time she's a-jumping and a-walking.
0: Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching, Taking Your Place, next on Rama for Today Radio. Also later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message.
1: Now then, he said, I'm going to tell you how you can get more people healed. Well, I said, how? Well, now tonight, when you come to the healing line, don't minister to anybody out front in the main sanctuary. They had built a new sanctuary. They had their old sanctuary. They had some Sunday school addition to begin with. Then they put other Sunday school rooms in. And then they left a larger auditorium, uh, a meeting room out in the middle of the old sanctuary. He said, take folks back there and minister to them. Lay hands on them. And don't allow anybody back there. Don't allow anybody back there except folks who want to be ministered to, those that need healing. Don't even let the pastor or his wife come back there. I said, you're going to get me in trouble. I can't tell the pastor he can't go back to his own church. I mean, he's pastor here. Well, he said, "Uh, I'm going to tell you how to do that. Aren't you glad the Lord's smarter than you are? Well, if he wasn't any smarter than you, we'd all be in a mess. (laughs) Aren't you glad he has wisdom? He said, I'm going to tell you how to do it. He said, just ask the people. How many of you will object to me following Jesus' example? And then he said to me, go, and I knew it was in the scripture anyway, to the gospel according to St. Mark. In case you don't know it, say, why don't you just turn now? Why don't you just turn to Mark's gospel? We were up there in the fourth chapter of Luke to begin with. But notice here now, the gospel according to St. Mark. But now notice, in the, The seventh chapter, beginning reading with the 31st verse, And again, departing from the coast of Tyre and Sidon, he came to the Sea of Galilee through the midst of the coast of Decapolis. And they bring unto him, that's the 32nd verse now, They bring unto him one that was deaf and had an impediment in his speech, and they beseech him to put his hand on him. See, they believe in laying on hands. And he took him aside from the multitude. And put his fingers in his ear and spit and touched his tongue. The 35th verse says, and straightway his ears were open and the string of his tongue was loosened; and he spake plain. He said, now, I took that man for a minister to him aside from the multitude. Do you know why I did? I said, no, I don't know why you did. I remember reading and wondering why I did. He said, there's too much unbelief in that crowd. I couldn't got him healed in that crowd. What do you think he took him aside for? Are you listening to me? And so he said, just read that verse of scripture and tell them what I told you. And tell, ask them how many of you will object to me following Jesus' example. Make them go on record. Make them lift their hand. Even the pastor, make him lift his hand. And I just kept on until everybody lifted the hand. And I said, well, the Lord told me to take them aside tonight. You object that. Now look into the 8th chapter. 23rd verse, or 22nd verse. And he cometh to Beth's head and they bring a blind man unto him and besought him to touch him. They did. They believed laying laid on the hands. And he took the blind man by the hand and led him out of town. And when he had spit on his eyes and put his hands on him, he asked him if he saw and he looked up and said, I see men as trees walking. After that he put his hands upon his eyes and made him look up and he was restored and saw every man clearly. And he sent him away to his house and said, neither go into the town nor tell it to any in the town. And so I took the folks aside, and the minute it did, I started getting them healed. There was one little, uh, a, see this is 52, it's for the charismatic move when other denominations got in. A Roman Catholic family, they didn't go to Protestant church. But they brought their little girl because she had fever, you know, it affects your heart. and What is it? rheumatic fever, rheumatic fever and they'd had her down to the John Sealy hospital in Galveston and the doctors there said this is the worst case we've ever seen her knees each one of them was she can't walk her, her daddy carried her she's nine years old but her knees was bigger than her head swollen up bigger than her head the doctor said her heart was in such a condition she couldn't live much longer I'd ministered to her out front and didn't get her healed Oh, if a congregation only knows, they've got something to do with whether the people get healed or not. It's not all up to the preacher. But back here, I ministered to her, and she was healed. Now, not instantly. You didn't see any change, in but in three days' time, she's a-jumping and a-walking. I held a meeting the next year close by, and the family was over. Laid hands on them, they was filled with the Holy Ghost, and spoke with tongues. In fact, they said we've been going to a full gospel church now where they believe in healing. We took the child back to the hospital there in Galveston and said the examiner said, well, her heart's perfect. She's perfectly all right. We've never seen anything like this. It's a miracle of God. What happened? They told him what happened. And the doctor, I, I've always gotten along better with doctors than to have preachers. Doctors are glad to see people get well. I think some preachers rather they die. That proves I'm, I'm right, that healing is not for us. The doctor said, "Well, whoever the fellow is, said more, uh, more power to him. Our hats off to him. This is a miracle. Praise God. Hallelujah." So I began to get people healed, and from then on, the rest of that meeting, I took him back there and ministered to him. Pastor said, "I said the Lord told me, don't even let the pastor back there or his wife. I thought he might close the meeting on me, but he didn't. Unless they will come for healing." But you know what happened? About a year later. About a year later, I, I was attending a certain meeting, and that pastor was there. He had changed churches, and he said, but then again, I want to apologize to you. Well, I said, fine, I, I don't know what you need to apologize to me for. But he said, you remember you held me a meeting last year? See, when I say year, it's calendar year, but it's more than 12 months. Oh, yeah, 15, 16 months, yeah. Well, he said, I know exactly why you took the people. So I said, I, me and my wife was so full of unbelief, God couldn't have done anything. You know, sometimes that's the truth, amen? I know exactly why you took them aside. And I want to apologize to you because I was such a great hindrance to you. Well, I said, boy, you sure were, but thank God anyway. But he said, I want you to know I've got lined up with the Lord. Praise God, amen, hallelujah. So you know, uh, uh, sometimes people think, I know a lot of times in churches, a lot of times in ministering people, I don't minister to them out front. You couldn't have got him healed to save your life out front. Or couldn't have got him filled with the Holy Ghost out front to save your life. Because the very atmosphere is charged with unbelief. You've got to get back somewhere else. Do you ever stop thinking about it? You're doing the works of Jesus when you do that. Now don't just do that because somebody else did it. Just do it in the flesh and nothing will happen. But you do it, bless God, inspired by the Spirit of God because he said do it and something will happen. Not only that, but you ever notice here that in one of these cases that Jesus, the word of God tells us that he spit on his finger and touched that fellow's tongue and put his fingers in his ears. I mean, we spit on him. Isn't that terrible? You got any scripture for that? Well, no, I don't find any precedent at all for that. But you see, if the Holy Ghost tells you it'll work, I was preaching, first time this happened to me he's right here in the state of Oklahoma, down in southeast Oklahoma and broken bowl. Uh, in assembly of god church and i saw this woman in the healing line you've heard me tell it before but it be a bear repetition and i knew she couldn't be pregnant because she must be 70 years old and yet her stomach's big you know just like she's about nine months pregnant and so when she got up to me she just ought sort of wore what i call a mother hubbard dress actually it just hung from her shoulders down you know i mean because she's and so i said that uh, when she got up to me i was taking them one by one I said, well, what's wrong with you? Well, she said, you see this huge tumor? I said, yeah. Well, she said, I'm 72 years old. She said, I've been operated on twice. And it came back the third time up in Oklahoma City. And she said, the third time when it came back, I went back there to Oklahoma City and the doctors, several of them, they had a consultation and they said, we're not gonna operate on you. We feel that you'll live longer if we don't touch it anymore and you probably have about two years to live. Well, she said, you see, it's been 18 months, you see this huge thing? I said, yes, ma'am. Well, she said, uh, I said, isn't it wonderful that you and I have inside information? I mean, information inside the word of God, praise God. And quoted the scripture himself, took our infirmity and She said, that's right, I'll be healed too. Just go ahead and lay your hands on me. So I laid my hand on her forehead and the word of the Lord came unto me. Just like somebody standing behind me said, Hit her in the stomach with your fist. Now, in my mind, I mean, I mean, I went right on praying. But down in here, I'm having a conversation with the Lord. See, He's down in there, you know. I said, "Lord, you're gonna get me in trouble, going around hitting women in the stomach with your fist." And of course, I got the reason that and anointing nifted from me. And I'd taken my hand off of her forehead. And so I put my hand on her again, started to minister to her. And the word of the Lord came unto me, said, hit her in the stomach of your fist. Lord, I said, I don't much believe I want to do that. <laughs> I'd never done anything like that. Never heard of anybody doing anything like that. And so I said, uh, and so I got, to, got over to the natural realm and the anointing lifted from me. So the third time I put my hand on her forehead again and started to minister to her. And the word of the Lord came unto me and said, "Hit her in the stomach with your fist." I said, "Lord, I I, I don't know much. gonna do that. You're gonna get me in trouble." And then no on and lifted from. Her. And so I put my hand on her head again, forehead, and started to pray. And the word of the Lord came unto me and said, and so I thought, well, I better I better explain this to this
0: crowd. Welcome to Rhema for today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagen family by visiting our online bookstore. I want to tell you about this month's radio offer. The first product in this offer is the two-CD series from Kenneth W. Hagan, Our Rights in Christ. Also in this package is Lynette Hagan's book, Seed Thought Devotional. Lastly, Kenneth E. Hagan's book entitled, Five Hindrances to Growth and Grace. All this for the special radio price of $25. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org.
1: Well, you know, I'm always talking about word partners. Well, Somebody said, well, what is a word partner? Yes. Well, you know, that's just somebody. In fact, every conference that we have, I've had yes. several people come up and they hear about it here uh, that have become a partner. And the yes. partner is somebody that prays for us on regular basis, and then sends an offering at least once a month, whatever they can afford to send to help yes. support Rhema help support this, this telecast and all the other things that we do all over the world and you can just go to remaorg WPC and find out all about it and we would welcome you to become a partner with us for you that are partners with us we want to thank you
0: for helping us tomorrow on Rhema for Today we'll continue Kenneth e. Hagen's life-changing teaching that's next time on Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.